Hello and welcome to Women in the Coaching Arena podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Jo Lott, a business mentor and ICF accredited coach, and I help coaches to build brilliant businesses. I know that when you prepare to enter the arena, there is fear, self-doubt, comparison, anxiety, uncertainty. You can tend to armor up and protect yourself from vulnerability. In this podcast, I'll be sharing honest, not hype, practical and emotional tools to support you to make the difference that you're here for. Dare greatly, you belong in this arena. Welcome to the 50th episode of Women in the Coaching Arena. I am so glad you are here. It feels like a big milestone reaching 50, so I must look up when I started this podcast and celebrate my one-year anniversary. It's been the best thing I ever did in my business because it's enabled me to get all of my ideas out and they are plentiful and help so many more people and share an honest version of events of building a coaching business. And yeah, I just poured my heart into it really. So thank you so much for your time in listening. It's been amazing to see the podcast recently really high in the UK marketing charts, competing with some of the big names out there with huge audiences. So I so appreciate your support. To celebrate this milestone, I wanted to cover growing your coaching business without using social media, because I know that lots of you may want to sell to organizations or may have a fear of social media. So we will discuss today other options that might help and that I've seen work for some of my clients. So the biggest one that I have seen work for lots of people and worked for me tremendously at the start of my business is leveraging your personal network. Yet it's funny how much resistance comes up with doing this because I think we always fear what friends and family think more than we even fear what strangers think. So I notice a lot of resistance when my clients come to me and I say, have you told your friends and family really clearly exactly what you do? And the answer is always no. That is the first thing I invite people to do when they begin working with me and when they get that clarity on their niche and their offer. And then I give them a template to really help it be so easy to take this first scary step. Because everything you want is usually on the other side of fear and you will become so much stronger for taking steps that you are afraid of and then it will encourage you to take even more steps, which is how you build your business. It's those tiny, tiny steps that you think, I can't do that. And then you do it and you think, oh my God, I actually did that. So for example, I did a five-day challenge two and a half years ago to launch my business of coaching program. And I had no idea how challenging a five-day challenge is to run. So it's taken me two and a half years to now decide to run another one. So I'm mid-preparation now. Again, I completely underestimated how much work there is to do behind the scenes to get this up and running. But I am committed and I have one week to go. So I am going for it. And I'm excited to reach the other side of this and know that I will look back and think, wow, I did that. So have a think about what you are afraid of, but could make all of the difference. Is there one person who once said to you, oh, when you get your business set up, do get in touch that you haven't got in touch with? Have you got a personal Facebook that you could put something out with your family and friends and say, this is what I'm doing now. I'd really appreciate your support. 
Do you use LinkedIn? And if so, have you put that first post out, ideally with a photo telling people what you are doing now? Sharing that personal story really does make a difference. How I've seen people fail at this is by being really official. And I think when you've worked in an organization a really long time, that kind of is how you write and how you speak. And you wouldn't dream of being more casual or asking for people's help or adding a photo or anything personal. And those posts of like, hey, here are my services, are just really boring and no one's going to respond. What they really want to hear is why this matters to you. So do be brave and go all in when you take this step. And this might sound like a step just for newbies, but it really isn't. Has your niche changed since you started your business? There is always an opportunity to continue growing those relationships because it is relationships that grow your business. So if you can put the other person at the heart of it rather than going like, I need your help, which great, you do need to do. But also it can be like, how can I help you? And the most successful networkers I know are so thoughtful. I mean, I would love to be as thoughtful as this one person that I met maybe four years ago now. And somehow he got my phone number. I have no idea how. So now every now and then he sends me PDFs of the ICF coaching studies and things like that, literally via WhatsApp. So he has done such a good job and he must have such a good system that he thinks, what is this person interested in? And he sends me useful information all of the time. So what happened when someone said, I need a coach in India, this guy lives in India. I immediately put him in touch with this person and got him an associate role set up. So it really does help to think about some sort of strategic way to keep in touch with people. So you are top of mind when that opportunity comes up. Okay, our second point is speaking engagements and workshops. Nothing beats the power of face-to-face interaction, whether that is genuinely face-to-face or whether that is online. It's so much more powerful than social media when you actually go and speak at an event. One of my clients, Sarah, has got to 100k in her business with no social media so she is a real inspiration and how she did that is through the BNI so you can look that up I think it's worldwide as far as I know but she really did go all in and she networked a lot and she really got known for what she was great at something I've been doing recently which I'm like why have I not prioritized this in my business is talking at other people's groups so on Friday for example I'm talking for a coach training organization on niching how to get clients and a couple of weeks ago I talked at an NLP training organization on a similar topic and every single time I've had something like a 60% conversion rate of people contact me afterwards from those events. So compared to social media, when you could have thousands of followers and one person perhaps message you or like your post, it really does create a far quicker know, like and trust when people can really get to know who you are. So have a think about where you can go, ideally in person, but online is also fine, to really get to know people more because you will get so much better opportunities than just putting out that one social media post. My third point is strategic partnerships. How can you pair up with people who might have your ideal client and do a talk in their group or agree a 10% referral fee or something to send people each other's way. My copywriter who wrote my website recently went full-time self-employed 
previously he was working and he was doing that on the side but he went full-time self-employed recently so he did a talk in my group which was absolutely amazing because he's a magician as well as a copywriter so he did tricks and all sorts that we could not get and I immediately messaged the masterminds I was in saying if anyone's looking for a guest speaker here is someone and he's had now so many clients just from doing those guest expert spots so yeah it's a really quick easy way to build your business if you can think who else has my ideal client where can I gain opportunities to talk and get in front of those people so let's talk about content marketing next so fourth point content marketing You can still create valuable content through blogging, articles, a book, a podcast, other ways to establish your thought leadership and attract clients who resonate with your message. Long form content, I feel, is so much better than short form content. I like to think of it as shallow content, which is social media. And yes, If you are using social media as your strategy, you do need to put posts out. So you're top of mind. But often just that social media post is not enough. You need to have a deep nurture strategy for people to really get to know you. And you do that through long form content or through things like masterclasses. And I actually don't think you can really build a successful business without that deep nurture strategy also in place. And lots of people just think, oh, I'm putting out posts, nothing's happening. But it's like, yeah, because we need to take people on that next step. I talk about the staircase analogy a lot. So if they're at the bottom of the staircase and you're at the top, social media is probably not even getting one step up. We need to bring them to the next place. If you can create some sort of binge-worthy content like a podcast or a blog, then people will like that. YouTube is another great one. Yes, it's a long-term strategy, but the most exciting thing is it's out there forever, not like social media where it's kind of gone within 24 hours. A lot of my clients, for example, are targeting organizations. So they write white papers or do interviews with their ideal clients. How can you bring people together and you be the facilitator of that event? Next up is email marketing. I teach this in my program. So your email list is a direct line to your network and your audience. Whenever you are launching something, like I know That is my main way I'm going to fill my five-day challenge is by emailing mine saying, come join. Because they are people who have put their hand up to be on my list. So they're warmer than social media when somehow we might have got connected, but they didn't particularly take a huge action to connect with me. They might have hit accept. Whereas the best thing about email list is they've had to go to a landing page, fill in their name and their email and hit yes. So they have taken that bigger action, therefore they are more committed to what you are doing. You do need to have a way of getting people on your list though. So often you do still need social media or some sort of networking or some place where you say, here's my lead magnet, come sign up. So if you don't know what a lead magnet is, it's a valuable piece of information like a PDF or something that is targeted specifically towards a problem that they have and a really quick, easy way that you can help them to fix that. And if you can help them solve that one small problem, they then have trust that you may be able to help them solve bigger problems going forward. You may just wish to pay for the problem to go away. So one of my coaches solely uses Facebook ads to grow her email list and that is how she builds her business. So you usually pay for things in time or money. So you need to make a decision. 
Are you going to go to networking groups to grow your list or what are you going to do? And that's putting your time in. Or are you going to pay for adverts? I'm currently doing a bit of a combination of both. So I am running Facebook ads and I also post regularly on LinkedIn. So they're generally my two main ways of growing my audience. And actually holding events is an amazing way of growing your list and creating that know, like, and trust. So again, I have this five-day challenge coming up. Depending on whether you are listening, it starts on February the 26th. So do join if you are interested in creating an online course or group coaching or group coaching program. And I will take you through those steps so you can start to turn your expertise into a leveraged model. So holding events is a really, really brilliant list builder. And I've grown my list massively through advertising this five-day challenge. So let's summarize today's episode. So firstly, we talked about leveraging your personal network, whether you are starting out and haven't told people really clearly what you do and why, tell them. And if you are established, tell them again, your niche and offer are likely to have changed. So do get in touch with people that you know and make sure that they know what you do. Think about ways that you can help them and keep in touch. So you are top of mind when those opportunities come their way. I love thinking about the fact that we all generally know 250 people, so you are likely to be able to get in touch with anyone in the whole world if each person can then tell their people. So it's just an amazing concept that through your own network, you can make such huge progress. Our second point was speaking engagements and workshops. Where can you get in front of people either face-to-face or on Zoom? Third up with strategic partnerships, who else has your ideal client and how could you partner up to refer people to each other? Next was content marketing. So what deep nurture strategies could you put in place like blogging, guest articles or a book or a podcast or a YouTube channel, which aren't that quick social media. They are deep, long-standing nurture strategies. And finally, email marketing. So how can you start to grow your email list so you have people that have raised their hand to hearing from you when you have important events and offers to put out there? I hope today's episode was helpful and thank you for leaving me reviews and rating the podcast. It means so much to me and it makes a big difference to the ratings. So thank you so much. Your kindness is appreciated. And like I say at the end of every episode, trust yourself, believe in yourself and be the wise gardener who keeps on watering the seed. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Women in the Coaching Arena. I have a mass of free resources on my website, joannalotcoaching.com. That's Joanna with an A and Lot with two Ts, joannalotcoaching.com. And I'll also put links in the show notes below. Let me know if you found this episode useful, share it with a friend and leave me a review and I will personally thank you for that. Remember to trust yourself, believe in yourself and be the wise gardener who keeps on watering the seed. Get into the arena, dare greatly and try.